We will now continue our study of Shir Hashirim and move on to chapter 2, Perek Beis. I will continue the, the pedagogical policy uh, that I explained yesterday and really restrict myself to the simple meaning of the words and to Rashi's perspective which is that we are talking here of an estranged uh, couple, a woman who is abandoned, feels abandoned, is forlorn, forsaken, the Jewish people in exile after exile, gola achar gola, churban achar churban, remembering sentimentally with great nostalgia the love of long ago, and the realization, the growing realization, that she can reclaim that love. Uh, and the um, proclamation by the long-lost lover husband that he has not forgotten her uh, and that she can return to him. All of this expressed in the beautiful poetic uh, and um, romantic and physical um, uh, metaphors and examples of love and beauty, especially the natural beauty of the various fragrant flowers and spices uh, that we um, learned a bit about uh, yesterday. And now we're going to uh, some more uh, flowers, perhaps the most famous flowers of all. Ani chavatzeles hasharon shoshana soamokim. I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valley. Um, there are many opinions as to exactly uh, what a chavatzelet hasharon is. Is it really a rose? Uh, perhaps it is a tulip of some sort. What is a Shoshana? Is it a rose or is it a lily? Uh, or is it what's called in today's Hebrew a Narkis flower? It is a beautiful, fragrant flower. And um, the lover says, I am like this beautiful, beautiful uh, flower. A Narkis, by the way, is a flower which is known as the Narcissus which grows in the valley. I am this beautiful, uh, beautiful va- um, flower. Um, and Kishoshano ben hachochim kein rayosi ben habonos. As a rose or a beautiful flower among thorns, so is my beloved, beautiful Jewish people among the other daughters, the other nations of the world. Rashi, just like a Shoshana, a rose among thorns, is pierced by the thorns, uh, nevertheless it retains its beauty. So too, my beloved Jewish people, the thorns of the world, Mifatos osa lirdof the thorns try to attack the Jewish people, they try to seduce the Jewish people. They want to attract them to follow their ways. They want them to follow other gods. 
but the Jewish people remains the beautiful, undefiled, uh, perfect rose. Kisapuach ba'atzei hayar kein dodi bein habonim. Now, <coughs> the the woman, the Jewish people, praises God and says, "God is like the apple tree in the forest." So is my beloved among the other gods. Namely, the other gods are attractive in their various ways, but they are not fruitful. They are not like the tapuach, the apple tree in the um, in the wilderness is the only fruit tree among the other ilane shrak, among the other uh, types of trees which do not bear fruit. God bears fruit. God is a tapuach, an apple tree. The Medrash says, and Rashi quotes it, that people run away from the apple tree. Because yes, the apple tree has fruit, but the apple tree has little shade. And so when you're in the ya'ar, when you're in the forest and you want shade, you avoid the apple tree. And so the other banim, the other sons, the other nations ran away from God and refused, rejected, spurned God when he offered them the Torah. But... I'm different. I loved the shade of the apple tree. I sat there. And his fruit is sweet to my palate, to my mouth. He brought me to the, literally to the wine house, to the banquet room. Vidiglo olai ahavo. And diglo olai ahavo, difficult to translate. Some would translate degel as flag, and then vidiglo olai ahavo would mean, and his banner of love was over me. <coughs> Rashi has it vidiglo olai ahavo. Diglo means kavutsasi, my group, the group which encircled me, which gathered around me. Um, uh, taking its its inspiration uh, from God's love, still remembering God's love. In Da'as Mikro, which is a very important uh, contemporary work um, on, on all of Tanakh, on Chumash and Tanakh, uh, they translate Diglo Olai Ahavo, quote, Umaboto Olai, God's glance at me, God's looking at me, um, stimulates love. Vidiglo olai, the way he looks at me, uh, makes me love him. And in a footnote, they write, quote, Degel belashon ha-mikro eno nes. That the word degel in biblical language does not mean a banner, but rather, ikor hora also shall shoresh zeh, the main meaning of the root degel, ba'akadis in the language, the Akkadian language, hulishon ri'iya, means to stare, to glance, to look. And therefore, they choose to translate with diglo olai ahavo, the way he looks at me makes me love him. Chazal have a beautiful explanation. It's not pshat, but it's worth mentioning. And that is, v'diglo olai ahavo, v'dilugo olai ahavo. When, even when I 
skip over, when I am lacking, when I am making mistakes, still God loves me. I often remember, think of this, that Chazal, so often these days, especially in recent years, when we go to shul and we hear someone who's leading the minion, he's in mourning perhaps, and he's leading the minion, leading the davening, but he is a baltshuva, he didn't have a solid background in Jewish education, and therefore he can't pronounce the words right, he makes mistakes in ivra, etc., and we tend to get very impatient often with such people. And I always remember, no, v'dilugo olai ahava. God loves the omissions. God loves the mistakes that a person makes as long as he's making them uh, sincerely. He's sincere but never um, incompetent in some ways to pray properly. God loves that type of prayer. V'dilugo olai ahava. Samchuni bo ashishos. He has refreshed me with ashishos, raisin cakes, Rashi, ashishay anovim, raisin cakes. Uh, he has um, refreshed me. Raptuni batapuchim. He has um, <coughs> uh, sustained me with apples. Kicholas ahavo oni. For I am faint with love. I am love sick. Uh, Rashi. Uh, quotes, uh, I'm sorry, uh, not Rashi this time, but um, Da'as Mikro quotes a Yerushalmi um, which gives the recipe for these Ashishos or Ashishim and it is not raisin cakes. It is something, I don't know, maybe it's something like hummus. It is, quote, Adoshim Kiluyim Utichunim It is roasted beans that are ground into a mush Megubolim bidvash, they are um, kneaded, K-N-E-A-D, with uh, honey, umetuganim, and then they're fried. So it's some type of, a, perhaps a falafel of some sort. But it's something which is restorative, which is refreshing. And the, this uh, woman who feels faint um, wants to have the refreshment of the ashishos and not the tupuchim, and she is faint with love. She is lovesick. Permit me to share with you, I said I do this very sparingly, but permit me to, to share with you the netziv's take on kicholas ahava oni, which is usually translated, I am sick with love. Uh, I'm so much in love with God that I'm, 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 I'm faint. I'm sick from it. Um, uh, the Netziv in his commentary Meitiv Shir says no lo kepirush hamaforshim sha'ani chola meirov sha'ani chola meirov ahavo it is not like the, those commentaries who say I am sick because I'm so much in love and indeed Rambam and Hilchus Tshuva Perek Yud takes that approach I'm lovesick I'm overwhelmed with love for God no says Netziv it means I am sick because what's missing is my love for God. I am sick, yearning, hoping that I would get the cure, the cure being the love for God. As, as the Nativ puts it, The love for God is missing. That's what I'm sick. Jewish pleasure is love for God, but I don't have this love for God, so I feel sick. I feel sick. The whole point of the song, according to the Tziv, as I mentioned yesterday, 
And it says, Shir Hashirim is the search for God, love of God, the search for Ahavat Hashem. And therefore I feel sick because I'm, I'm, I'm still searching. And, but I feel the support of my lover. The Jewish people say, I feel the support of God. Samolo tachas l'roshi, his left hand is under my head. Vimino techapkeni, his right hand embraces me. Hishbati eschem benos Yerushalayim. I made you swear, I adjure, A-D-J-U-R-E, I adjure you, O maidens of Jerusalem, bitzvaos o ba'ilos hasodeh, by gazelles or by hinds of the field. Tzvaos is the plural of tzvi, usually translated as a deer, but probably some type of a gazelle. And the ailos, the hinds, is a different type of deer-like animal. Uh, Da'as Mikra suggests that it is the animal of the species Cervus, C-E-R-V-U-S, um, which is an extinct uh, animal. In any case, what's this Tzvaoso Ba'alos Hasodeh? So Rashi says, I adjure you to be Hefker. I adjure you to be um, open, free, easily available, like the um, deers and the hinds, like the Tzvaos and the Ailos. Again, permit me to share with you um, an Etziv's take on Tzvaos and Ailos Hasodeh. The Benos Yerushalayim represent, according to Rashi, the Medrash and the Netziv, represent the nations of the world. And the nations of the world can drive the Jewish people toward the Geula, toward a reunion with God in one of two ways. Either they can persecute us horribly and make martyrs of us, driving us to the ultimate love for God, to, to martyrdom, or they can assimilate us, they can bring us closer to them, they can tempt us and seduce us and persuade us to leave God. And therefore, we go so far away from God that God feels, as it were, Kavayochol, compelled to bring us back. So they can make of us either angels, martyrs, or wild beasts, um, uh, without control, without discipline, without ethics, and without morality. This says, and it is what we're comparing compared to. We're told, you have two ways that you can deal with the Jewish people and bring them closer to God. Bitzvaos, he says, it's not dear. Tzvaos is malachei tzvaos, the angels of hosts, namely martyrs. And I don't want you to make us martyrs. Or, we can be ailos hasodeh, wild animals in the field, just people without morals, without values, without proper codes of conduct. We don't want either of them. And therefore, hishpati eschem benoshi Yerushalayim, I warn you, I make you swear, O daughters of Jerusalem, other nations of the world, do not force us into either one of these two molds, not bitzvaos, mitziv, don't make us like angels, like martyrs. Don't bring us 
to to ge- to, to to genocides and to holocausts and to pogroms which force us into becoming martyrs and to sanctify God's name and love Him that way. Don't do that to us, tzvaos, nor do to us ailos hasodeh. Again, let's see. Shelotasu osonu peroi peroi Do not make us wild like the animals of the field. Beli gidrei Torah Hashem without the controls of the Torah. Don't do either of them. Not im toiru im toiru es ad shetachpots. Do not arouse either of those modes until. The proper time comes. Love uh, uh, as it pleases, meaning uh, the, that the end comes not because of these reasons, but because of the chayfet Hashem, because of God's wanting um, the geula shleima, not out of persecution and not out of uh, extreme uh, uh, s- sinfulness. So that God said, "I better better save them now, or or else they'll be in the fiftieth level." Of uh, of tumor and beyond hope. Cold <clears throat> Hark, my beloved! There he comes again. The Jewish people talking about God. My beloved is surprising me. I thought again. Remember Rashi's Marshal. Here I am. I think that like I, I, I've been thinking that God has abandoned me. I, it's hopeless. I'm forsaken. But behold, he's here, he's near, and not only is he near, but he's coming to me much more quickly than I anticipated. He's coming, he's right here. He's leaping over the mountains. He's jumping over the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or like a young stag. He's like a, a reindeer fleet, speedily running toward me. Behold, he's right here behind our wall. He's gazing through the window. He's peering through the lattice. This experience, God was once so far from me. Now I'm turning to him, and, and you expect, okay, you turn to him, but it's going to go slow till you reunite. No, he's running toward me. He's right here. He's right behind the wall. He's looking through the window. He's looking through the cracks in the door. He has called out to me, and he said, Stand up, rise up, my dear one, my darling, my beautiful one. Come away with me. It's, it's such a romantic moment, such a powerful moment. The person realizes the imminence of God, how close God is to him, in this case to her, uh, to the Jewish people. Ono Dodi, Rashi says, Ono means Lashon Tsaakas Kol Rom. He's shouting to me uh, as Ono Halavim is the Binyan Av, says Rashi, the word. Ayin nun hey means not to respond, not to call out, but to cry out. Ana dodi v'omali. He cried out to me and said, "Come already, come with me. Now's the time." And he paints this beautiful picture of nature and how it's the most opportune possible time for us to get together again. Kihinei hasis because the winter is past. 
The bad times are over. Hageshem cholaf holach lo. The rains are over and gone. Hanitzonim niruba oretz. The blossoms have appeared in the land. Eis hazomir higia, usually translated as the time of pruning has come, but Rashi has it, the time of singing has come. Again, Rashi takes it all back to Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, and in this case, the shira, the song on the sea, the song of the Jewish people. In nature, the birds sing. Rashi, Sheha'ofos nosnim zemer v'kol oreiv rochim. The birds are singing uh, with such beautiful song to all the wayfarers, to all those who are journeying. And um, in terms of the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, in terms of the nimshol, the the singing is the shiro al hayom v'kol hator nishma. And the sound of the dove is heard in our land. For some reason, Tor is always translated as the turtle dove, a specific type of dove, which we know is one of the birds which are used in Korbonos, the Torim and the Bnei Yona. <coughs> the, um, the figs form on the fig tree. And the vines in blossom give off fragrance. It's a perfect time. Kumiloch, arise, Rayosi, my darling. Ulechi Yafasi, my beautiful one. Ulechi Loch, and come away with me. It's the perfect time for reunion. For Rashi, it is Yitzias Mitzrayim. It is Kriyas Yamsuf. It is Es Dodim, the time of the 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 oneness, the unity, the coming together, the wedding of the Jewish people and God. And God, the Jewish people in this case, are remembering these wonderful moments and are feeling the possibility of again experiencing this type of closeness. When the Jewish people left Egypt <coughs> and they were pursued on the one hand by the Egyptians and then they came up against the sea. They felt trapped. They were between pillar and post. They had enemy on one side and an impossible sea, an impossible challenge before them. So they felt trapped. And this is the image which is next being portrayed, again, following Rashi. Yonosi bechagve hasela. My dove is in the cranny of the rocks. Beseser hamadrego, hidden by the cliff. Meaning, again, following Rashi, we're, we're talking here of the time when Paro was pursuing them. And there they are encamped by the sea. And they have nowhere to run. They can't go forward because of the ocean. They can't go backwards. To what are they compared at that moment, trapped to a dove who is fleeing the nates, fleeing the hawk, the eagle, the bird of prey. And in fleeing that bird of prey, <laughs> the dove escapes into clefts in the rock, into the chagve hasela, and thinks that she is safe. But behold, there's a serpent, there's a snake in the rock. The snake is hissing there. This is Rashi again quoting the Medrash. Does she go deeper into the cleft of the rock? Can't. The snake is there. Does she go out of the cleft in the rock? The hawk. 
The enemy is right there. So what's the answer? So God says, I'll tell you the answer. Let me see your face. Let me see your beauty. Let me hear your voice. In other words, God says to us, Show me, again Rashi, Kishron show me who you are, show me your mitzvahs, show me to whom you turn in times of woe. Lemi at pono And if you give forth your voice, you cry out to God. Again, El Hashem, you cry out to God, you sing to me, then I will listen. Kikolech Orev Umarech Nove, because your 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 voice is so beautiful and your face is so attractive, so calmly. Hashmiini es kolech. Let me hear your voice. Kikolech Orev Umarech Nove, because your voice is sweet and your face is beautiful. When we were in Egypt. We were, had our enemy. And our enemy was not just the adult Egyptians. Our enemy was even the young, the children, the Egyptians. Our enemies in the Holocaust were not just the Hitlers and the Goebbels and, and the real big Rishoyim. They were even the, uh, the small clerks and the small soldiers who, 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 who pushed us into the gas chambers, who were the little guys, so to speak. Catch us the foxes. Shualim, the foxes are the enemy. Following Rashi. Shualim ketanim mechablim kromim. Even the little foxes that ruin the vineyards. Uchromenu smodar. Our vineyard is in blossom. And Rashi paints the picture of the Jewish people in Egypt. When the command came from the big fox, throw them into the sea. So the Jewish people took their little babies and hid them. So what did the Egyptians do? They took Egyptian little babies and brought them into the house. And their little babies started to cry and laugh and giggle and chuckle as little babies do. And the hidden Jewish babies began to chuckle and laugh too. And so they were found. So the Shualim Ketanim, the little foxes, the baby foxes, ruined our vineyards. In the words of Rashi, When a Jewish woman had a baby boy and hid him, And the Egyptians, the big Egyptians, the soldiers, went into the houses and looked for these little babies. And the baby was hidden somewhere under a bed in a closet a year or two old. And the adult couldn't, the adult enemy, Gestapo, couldn't find the baby. So they would bring little babies, Egyptian babies, and the little baby would start to talk in baby language. And the little Jewish baby would respond to the Egyptian baby in baby language from his hiding place. And the Egyptian soldiers would say, Ah, we found the hidden child. They would cast him into the sea. So these are the little foxes who ruined our vineyard.
Dodili va'anilo, my beloved is mine and I am his. Horoe bashoshanim, who browses among the lilies. Meaning, says Rashi, I am to God. God finds everything he needs in me. God asks everything of me. He wants me to do a Korban Pesach. He wants me to sanctify my firstborn. He wants me to build a Mishkan. He wants me to bring um, Ola sacrifices. He didn't ask other nations for that. My lover is for me. And I, everything I want, I ask for of God, not from anyone else. Anilo, he asks of me, Dodili, Vanilo, and I ask only of him. Horoeva Shoshanim, because he is the shepherd who browses, who brings me into these beautiful, beautiful pasture lands where the Shoshanim flowers, the roses or the lilies are to be found. When the day blows gently, and the shadows flee, Set out, my beloved, swift as a gazelle, or as a young stag, on the hills of spices, perhaps, or on the hills of, um, of separateness, on the cliffs, on the uh, difficult mountains to climb. Difficult posuk, this last one. And here's Rashi's take on it. We're referring back to the time of Dodi Liva Anilo, to the time when the Jewish people feels that enough already, I, 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 I've sinned, I've sinned so much that I am darkened by the sun, I'm darkened by the sun. And now the day is coming when the, the shades are going to go away, all right? The zechusim that we had are going to go away. We're going to again be exposed to the sun. We're going to be tempted to sin. In my sin, I caused my lover to run away from me like a fleet uh, gazelle or a, a stag runs away. Al On the mountains of division. For Rashi, uh, the distant mountains. Gorantilo meolai al mimeni. I caused God to run away from me and to to hide on the distant, distant mountains. Voser from the word Brisbane Habisorim, the sections. Washon Chalukova distance, a split, a division, a chasm between me and him. So the Farashi, this parak ends on on, on on the discouraging note. I had the opportunity. God called to me. He came running to me. He was right there. He was gazing in the window. The time was opportune. It was springtime. Everything was in blossom. Everything was beautiful. But I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Again, I blew it. I blew it. I failed. And I sinned. And God ran away from me. That's the ending, the the climax, if you will, of Perak Bay's of Shir Hashirim, but don't worry, we're still going to go ahead tomorrow with some uh, more optimistic uh, promises in Perak Gimel. <coughs> Down this ends uh, Shir Hashirim Bays.